0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and this is AbFab, your favourite digital pub landlord, Jonathan Starkey. And in the digital pub this evening of Cheshire Matters, we have Stats. Say hello, Stats. Hello, Stats. Hey, there you go. Oh, I'll be all right. Yeah, not bad, not bad, not bad at all. I'm glad that you're here. All right, and the waiting. (laughs) say hello steve
1: ingram go ahead oh good grief it's so good to be here at the end of a very long day good evening gentlemen said loosely of course good evening listeners all our friends across cheshire
0: have you noticed, Gazelle, he's nicking my lines. Hmm.
1: He's nicking my lines.
0: Nothing new there. and there we have the Gazelle in the house tonight. Say hello, Mr. Trevor Nichols.
2: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen across the I don't know if we've got a show for you tonight. Yes. Well, I hope we have. <laughs> well, I hope we have as well.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. So let's get it moving on. And we're going to carry on now with what's caught the eye of the landlord this week. And we're going to begin with... Everyone with bated breath. We're going to begin with Stephen Glover in the Daily Mail. Thatcher believed in safeguarding taxpayers' money. Did she? What? I don't know about that. No. Peloton riding civil servant could be heading for Downing Street job. You remember that woman? She didn't want to go back to work.
2: No, I that she, one
0: as well. She just wanted to do work from home. Well, anyway. Peloton wants well, you be on a bike, then, won't she? Well, the Peloton are going out of business. They've got problems. Yeah, they? Yeah, they've got problems. Well, they've got no ties on their backs, that's why. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, not going to get anywhere like that, are you? I really don't see the point of that, to be quite honest. Oh, gosh. Michael Go vows to turbocharge every part of the country, do you reckon? Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you say to that, stats? Oh, we've heard it
3: all before, haven't we?
0: Yeah. Energy bills to soar as pressure builds on the Chancellor. Now, is he going to help families? I say no. 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 He's going to force them into debt.
2: I don't know how we can carry on at this rate.
0: I don't know. I think
2: everybody's going to be in a food bank up to about £30,000 a year. Well, let's hope that we're not looking
0: for either fruit pastels or jelly tots in those food banks, because Nestle factory near Newcastle is set to close as production is going to be put
2: offshore. How about that one? Offshore, they'll all get wet <laughs> <laughs> on a boat. That's not good, is it? Well, what, jelly, wet jelly tots. What's he saying? Jelly, t- well,
0: that's who makes them, Nestle, and oh, fruit yeah. pastels. I mean, I love jelly tots. You put them on the
1: shore; they're going to I sink, aren't they? You don't like them? No, hate anything like that, really. To oh, be
2: I, I, I love that. I like this. I love the, uh, the slogan, what they have. Love you lots like jelly tots. That's a good one. Love you lots like jelly tots. Yeah, remember that. Say that to all the grandkids. I just like eating them. Love you lots and lots like jelly tots.
0: Audit reveals more than 33 billion was squandered during the COVID pandemic. Mm. Mm, well, a little bit of that could have gone mm. towards our bills. Seventeen billion on the bounce back loan schemes, four billion on furlough schemes, one billion on fraud and error from grants to small businesses, five hundred and thirty-two million aborted Nightingale hospitals. Now I mentioned oh. those, and nobody wanted to say anything about them. Like mm. right, lots of things going on there. Anybody heard any more about Sue Gray? Who? <laughs> she disappeared. Well, she's waiting for the police to finish before she releases the full report, and I think it's going to leak. I don't think she's going to wait. What do you say, Stats? It's like a drippy tap, isn't it, down in streets? Or? Well, they are full of drippy... Did you say tap? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I thought you said something else there, sir. (laughs) Cost of living crisis set to cost an average family at least £2,853 a year. Do you want me to give you a quick breakdown on that? Um, In in a
1: minute, can I just comment? Because to be quite honest with you, this issue, me and Trevor were talking before we came on. Oh, really? About energy and council tax and lots of different things. This is going to literally break most people. It really is.
2: Totally agree.
0: Well, the Bank of England today said interest rates will rise to 0.5%, adding £828 to a typical £220,000 loan. Uh, who's got a £220,000 loan? That's the average in Rishi Sunak's small part of his village. Is that right? Well, I've the got outskirts. three of those, so
2: it's going to add a lot to mine, isn't it?
0: An extra 1.25% tax on all your earnings over £9,568 which will create an extra £254 for you to pay per year. Council tax rises, everybody interested in that?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Trevor was telling me about Warrington. We're going to cover that next week. Are you, Trev?
0: I uh, certainly will. Petrol up 26.8% in a year, an extra £311 a year for a typical driver. Are you a typical driver, Stats? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just
3: quiet. I'm better than the
0: average driver. Oh, so you're not typical. All right, okay. Yeah. Has anybody noticed that running a car is, is actually really gone up in price?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you guys, uh, there's four of us here tonight. I've actually got six bikes. Uh, you know, they're available if you need them. Uh, wait a minute. How Did you six did bikes. you get that from a grant? Uh, what? The six bikes. No, I just build them. I buy them. Yeah, I just love bikes. They're fantastic.
2: So you've got six bikes. Have you got a little trailer to go on the back for me because I can put all my gear in?
1: You can actually buy them, Trevor, to be honest. A lot of
0: people are doing this now. But but obviously bikes don't get charged in that air raid. In the air raid, exactly. (laughs) From Andy Burnham in Manchester. Andy Burnham, the little gremlin that takes your air. Cabinet ministers give Boris Johnson a 50-50 chance of staying as PM. Now, if he starts saying, I'm still standing. (laughs) Apparently... He won't be standing because once the police have actually made their final determination and they cart him off to the tower. <laughs> hmm. oh. If only. If only, that's right. Have we got any <sighs> any faith in it? I don't know. How is anybody going to clean up anything until they get rid of Commissioner Calamity? the Dick. It appears that um, our man, Khan, in London, wants to get rid of her. Oh, well, there's really no way. Cress? And something for our, you know, this is something for everybody to, to note, especially those chicken fried rice, not MSG lovers. There was a Chinese, there was a Chinese in the West country and they had 761 Chinese firms (laughs) associated with the address. They had what? 761 Chinese firms associated with the address. No, the story <laughs> absolutely... Oh, I just thought... Uh, this is one for Mark. Um, Zahawi intervenes over Brighton schools concerning race classes. Now, that's uh, something that was dear to Statsman's heart. Mm. Okay, What does intervenes mean? Well, we don't know yet, but we need to follow that up. And wasn't this sad? Did everybody remember Bamba Gascoigne?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I did, and as a young kid, I used to watch our programme every week, and I thought... His name was quite unusual, I thought. I thought it was fantastic as a kid. And I th- just thought, you know, this guy kind of represented traditional Britain.
2: You're starting for 10.
1: That's it. <laughs> I,
2: was that he quite, well, scored he was,
3: that goal against Scotland. that was Paul, wasn't it? It was. It was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only one, there's only one gas going.
2: Yes. Yeah, it certainly is.
0: And he's a cracking footballer. He was. He was. And the Good Law Project have revealed, and this is my last one, they've revealed that ministers have definitely misled parliament about the size of the VIP lane. How about that? So Joe Morn is really, really going to town on them. There were more. There were more than just the actual ones that were acknowledged. How about that? The VIP lane? Could you explain that? What's that? The VIP lanes for getting contracts. Uh, contracts. For PPE and things like that. There were lots more of them. And I believe that Private Eye are really having a go trying to find out and track and trace. (laughs) Do you like that? Track Track and and trace.
2: trace. 600 million. Well, I hope they're more successful than the original Track and Trace. (laughs) I don't don't think so.
0: Well, there you go. That's my roundup. And we're going to go straight on to the national. And this is with the lovely Stats with the Midnight Caller voice. Stats,
3: go ahead, kick us off. Thank you very much, sir. Uh, I think this week for me, it's got to be the Kia Starga. I'll start again.
0: Stager. Are you trying to mix that in, like Starmer with Lager? Yeah, so you're yeah. calling him Kia Starga
2: That's because he was having a beer. Possibly the best opposition leader in the world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who gets to the places that other
2: Stargars can't get
0: <laughs>
3: refresh. <laughs> Go ahead, Stats. I'll try again. Kia Starmer targeted by anti-vax mob outside Parliament.
2: God, um, uh, anti-vax mob. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, but that's the same mob that abused Gove as well, isn't it? I'm not sure they're the exact same
3: people, but uh, apparently so.
0: Well, I think the PM is supposedly refusing to say sorry for the Savile slur after the mob targeted the Labour leader. Now, I think that's what it's all surrounding. And uh, Lindsay Hoyle, actually said, we must be careful about what we say in Parliament. Not just what we say in Parliament,
2: but what we do, in, do parliament. in Parliament. And the first report that came out about that mob, yeah, all anti-vax mob was they were right-wing. And then the day after, it was actually shown that they were from the left. Yeah. I don't know where they get all the right. And the, but automatically, one pointing out there is that if you're an anti-vaxxer, you're a far right-wing extremist Hitler supporter. Yeah. Get over it, for God's sake.
0: No, it was just a point of view. Anyway, go on, carry on, Stats. Go ahead.
3: I mean, I think we can all agree, can't we? Screaming at people in the street certainly isn't going to achieve anything, is it? No. I mean, I can see some of them are going to get punished, but I mean, how severely, for things like calling someone a traitor, I think it's going to be a slap on the wrist at best, isn't it? Yeah. I think they're going about this the wrong way, though, John. I think there's going to be another big push, isn't it, in Parliament to protect MPs, but if they want to truly get to the roots of behaviour, and I think we need to ask why, why are people so angry? Why are they so disillusioned with politics? Mm-hmm. I mean, for, for me, it's obvious. Bad leadership and the sanctimony of our political class. I think. Yeah. I mean, if some of them are from the left, I can understand they're desperate for some kind of opposition to this. utter carnage we've been experiencing. Yeah. I think people are just, I think they're just fed up. People are fed up at these, well, the majority of politicians being out of touch with voters. Well, exactly, they are totally out of touch. I mean, you've
0: only got to look at Rishi. I mean, he's the one that's tipped to take over from Boris if there is a leadership mm. battle. Now, tell me something. What does this guy have in common with the man on the street? Not a lot. Not a lot. I what mean, bitch. how can he empathize with the pressures that are on in families right now? And then he offers the total of £350? £150 through a straight grant, which you don't have to pay back, which is in your band A to D council tax houses, and £200, which is a loan. Please tell me. I cannot work out how they're actually in touch with the common man.
2: So they're giving you £150 as regards your council tax, and your council tax is going up £400. Yes, there you go. You You just hit the nail on the head. Forget it. What's the point? Yeah, it's well, again, this anything. is
1: the council tax issue. Trevor and I have been talking about this for, for many, many years, really. This system of collecting tax at local level has to go. Mm-hmm. And we've got to have a different mechanism, something that um, works. Um, I think it was Sweden, actually, I read a while back, that they have a, a different system whereby the tax collected across the country is allocated to a particular city or town based yep. on the population level yep. according to your know, need. And that kind of makes sense. You know, we could perhaps take some uh, credence from other nations and the way they're doing things, but we've we've got to look at the council tax situation in this country, particularly when, you know, you can go down uh, your local street in your, your area and there are so many people who do pay, so many that don't pay, and lots of other things, lots of differentials t- that need looking at. Go ahead, Trev.
2: Yeah, and just another point on that, Steve, on, the, on about the council tax. is that He says he's giving you £150. He's not giving it you, He's just not taking it off you. Yeah. There is a difference. Yeah. Absolutely. They're not giving you £150. He's just not taking that £150 off you. Okay, can I bring stats in there? Go ahead, Certainly stats. I
3: can, yeah. Yeah, I just don't think these politicians really know... What- what's going on, to be honest. I mean, Trevor raised a good point there about them calling them names, like this far-right and all this stuff. I think calling these people anti-vaxxers is lazy and ignorant. Yeah. And there's some MPs who've even followed in the footsteps of uh, Justin Trudeau, and they're, they're kind of insinuating they're far-right. That's so disingenuous. Yeah. I think if you first, listen... To,
0: that's the first defence of any of
3: these liberal people. It is, but, but they call people bigots, but they're actually bigoted because they're not understanding people's views. They're not trying to understand what they're upset about. That's not going to end this behaviour. They can keep putting all this legislation forward, but I'm sorry, but I think they are the actual problem.
2: You hit the nail on the head, there, Mark. If for me, yeah. it's anger. It's all about it anger.
3: It's anger. Yeah, it is.
2: It's anger, and people are getting more angry. As I mentioned, the the um, the, the the congestion charge, that Andy is bringing <laughs> it because it affects him. Because. <of> the- <laughs>
1: Did you see though, not, Andy Burnham being interviewed on this, where he actually tried to pass the book and the blame towards to Boris. The, yeah, so to to, Boris? To Boris, yeah, yeah, and, incredible.
2: and it's, him. it's him. And Boris said, uh-uh. nope, do we those? He said, it's Andy Burnham that that's introduced it. It's a sheer size of the area they're covering, the 80, 80 square miles. That's a massive area, that. If they're going to do it, do it around the city centre.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh Well, do it around Andy Burnham's house.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. So every time he comes in and out of his drive, and seen he a, gets charged. I've seen, I've, seen a, I've seen a report the other day, I don't know whether it's true or not, that the average council tax, uh, the, the, the savings on on your council tax band day to day, he's paying less on his band because he's in quite a large house. Well, he would be because he's a king, he's in the he's in the castle. So, and he pays... He's the king of the north. He's the king of the north. Scum of the north. <laughs> and he's... Um, <laughs> You just don't like him because you think he's going to bring it in. I don't like the bloke anyway. He's the first bloke in parliament to wear mascara. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that? I know everything. <laughs> I know why babies cry. <laughs> but but you're saying he, he wears mascara. He wears mascara. Uh, he was the first man on question time to wear it as well.
0: Oh, God.
2: Anyway. That's a fact, that's right? true, that.
0: right. Well, anyway, let's, let's bring it back. Lindsay Hoyle did say, and he rebuked Boris for not actually clarifying, because he told him, he said that words have consequences. And obviously they do, because you can see the way that Starmer was mobbed, or as Mark would call him, Starger. (laughs) Slip of the tongue. (laughs) It's only because he got that picture on his wall of him in in the the room with a beer. (laughs) Mr. Starger. (laughs) Anyway, we really, really have to say we like debate we don't like violence we're not into violence <laughs> well, no one, no
3: one's condoning what they were doing nobody's I mean,
0: condoning it somebody needs sh- taken to take into the <laughs> taken to
3: the tower and beheading you know it looked it looked a bit ridiculous when they're the shouting at kia stormy you're a pedophile you're a pedophile oh that's I mean, just the He's, he's probably not, but I think what you find with some people is some people... Not. He's
2: well, definitely you know, not.
3: <laughs> I know. I know he's not. But Do they you know, know some something people, we
2: don't know? Sorry, Matt. Yeah. You
3: know, some people, they're, they're, they're trying to fight to change the culture. Some people are trying to change politics. And some people's way of let, letting off their steam is to protest. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably not right screaming and shouting in the street, but I mean, I'm sure he's used to having hundreds people screaming and laughing at him in Parliament. But what it does show, Mark, what it does show... The language was a bit more choice, but, you
0: know... Yeah, but what it shows is that Labour, even though they're ahead in the polls, they don't actually have the support that people think they have.
1: Well, here's a key point. What do they have to offer currently to give hope to all the people who are struggling? You know, we're talking about issues of, of bills and people surviving... And I've got to say, you know, I'm going to bring this back in again. Party gauge, you know, let's face it, right now people are worried about their council tax bills that Trevor's mentioned. Yeah, they're, again, worried they're, worried um, they're worried about their uh, electricity bills. They're worried about putting fuel in the car. All of these things just take up a lot of disposable income. Um, a lot of people now, they just haven't got disposable income. No,
0: they, they haven't. And it's uh, quite a crying shame, really, because if they did realise and they actually went to the food banks and saw how really horrible it is for people having to go to food banks in this country, they would know. And I suppose that I'm going to get a lot of some of my Labour friends turning around saying, you're a closet socialist. You're a closet socialist. No, I'm a human being. And I don't think people need to go through that
1: at all. No, I totally agree, and I th- I think it's um a crying shame that we've got this going on in our country. I, d- I don't I don't understand why we've got this going on. It's it's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. Well,
0: this was Stats' story. Stats's story. Did you like that? Stats's. Yeah, did you? Nice. Okay. Sounds like Stasis. Stats' story, and we're going to give him the last word on this. So go ahead, Stats. Wrap this one up, and then we'll move on to the local, which is going to be with the waven. Oh, where is he? Where is he? The
1: waving,
0: <laughs> <Cooker>. <laughs>
3: oh, dear,
1: dear. Go ahead,
3: stats. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll just say I think obviously I'll just echo what I've said. People are getting disillusioned with politics, and I think the elites need to listen to the people and maybe try and fix some of the problems. Or things like this are just going to continue. I'm afraid, and yeah. it's it's ugly. We don't need it. Well, we're going to keep on. That's the way politics is going. I'm afraid. Well, we're going to keep
0: on reporting on these things because it's not just one party. I mean, we're fair to all of them. We treat all of them with equal disdain. Yes.
3: (laughs) Well, I want. I will just add. You you can't really blame Boris for what's happened. Um, Some of the stuff he said in Parliament is things people have been saying for years about. That's right. let's be honest, there were some people who weren't prosecuted while Keir Starmer was in that role. Not saying it was his fault. Boris has tried to backtrack a little bit, saying it wasn't personal. He was pointing out about the whole of the CPS. I disagree. It was aimed at Starmer in a personal yeah, way. I'm it, was. It, yeah, was. it was. It yeah, was. It was. Yeah,
0: it was. It was. Anyway, we're going to move on, and we're going to go on to the local. And this is with the Me Report. I wish
1: you wouldn't do that. I really <laughs>
2: do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> baby, the Raven reports. Do you want me to say it like that? And now we're going to
1: have the Raven reports. Well, I like that. It sounds better, to be fair. And then, C-caw.
0: C-caw, baby, C-caw. <laughs>
1: I can't wait to get home and get ready to come in and do this. uh, You know, (laughs) I look forward to it. I really do.
0: right, well, I'm just going to give
1: you the headlines
0: there. Chester MP speaks out on NHS dentistry crisis, a city practice to go private affecting 7,500 patients. How does that make
1: you feel? Does that make you feel toothless, Steve? No. um, Well, to be quite honest with you, I've read the story and um, I kind of find it, again... In relation to our wonderful Chester MP,
2: riddled with <laughs> massive hypocrisy. Kind of it's like a smacking the cup. I know,
1: it's like a grimace when
0: he says, oh, wonderful Chester MP. God.
1: Well, let's just put a bit of context into this, you know. Um, so he's not wonderful. No, um, yeah, I'm coming to a point.
0: <laughs>
1: well, we haven't been out for a drink for a while, I'll put it that way. Now, the thing oh, is you here... we haven't with... been out for a drink with him at all. <laughs> no, uh, I'm rather particular. Um... about <laughs> your company... <laughs> Go ahead. Well, it's talking about um, an NHS dentist practice here making the decision to go private and, you know, the, the about the NHS dentistry being available in Chester. Now, if I remember correctly, Mr Matheson's comments, because it wasn't that long ago that Cheshire Western Chester Council, labour-controlled, actually privatised... Do you see how he got that in? Labour-controlled. Yeah. Privatised sexual health services... Have they taken over in our minds? Now... I wish you'd be sensible at times. I really do. Not
2: now, much chance of that. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 there are like times,
1: Trevor, when I'm just giving up. It's, it's not that kind of show. <laughs> Go ahead, the Raven. Can we just carry on, Mark? I, I sympathise with you when uh, you you were going through this. Um,
0: <laughs> Mark hasn't gone through the menopause yet, so he's still <laughs> <so that's lovely. laughs> <It's> grief. <laughs>
1: We're not <laughs> going there. We're not going there. Now, the point I'm <laughs> making is he's, he's making comments here about um, a dentist practice going private. Now, there wasn't a massive outcry for our council when they privatized sexual health services. He said it was an unfortunate necessity or something like that, it, an mm-hmm. expressed disappointment. Yeah. But let's just remember something here. I am getting tired, like a lot of people, of seeing the NHS being used as a political football. Now, when people talk about privatisation, it actually becomes quite scary to the public in the sense that they think they are going to start paying. Now, the bottom line is, our key point and fundamental premise to our NHS is it should be free at point of use. That's true. And that's it. So... If there's got to be some streamlining and if there's got to be some cost savings and if there's got to be some bureaucracy cut out the middle, all of those things are fine. And occasionally if there's got to be some outsourcing, that's, that's gone on for years.
0: But dentists have never been free. There's always been a cost whenever you go to dentists, even right. an NHS dentist. That's
1: right. That's right. So I do feel that this, to a great degree, is being overplayed and slightly... Put out in a rather negative fashion. Now, in my view, NHS services should be free at point of use, and that is the key thing. What I find difficult to accept when we've got a Labour MP for our city making comments on things like this to do with the health service, he's a member of a party that actually was responsible nationwide for initiating PFI deals and absolutely opening up the whole privatisation issue with the NHS across the board. So the hypocrisy to me is extensive. What I'd like to see our MP actually do is start to come up with some solutions for the NHS.
0: Yeah, but that would give the game away to the Conservatives and then they would do what they thought was a good idea, steal it, just like they did with Brexit. Yes, they said. Just like did. they did with yes. Brexit. They yes. did. They stole they did. it. And well, then they would pass it off as their
1: own. Their own idea. Well, I'm, I'm going to say something. Um, okay, just say something then. Out of something. the ordinary here. With a, a key element of our society, such as the NHS, mm-hmm. can we, as a country, on one issue alone... Actually, put partisan differences to one side and actually work at making the NHS not only better, pay people in it, in particular the people who do the job at the front line, such as nurses and carers, pay them more money, cut out all of the bureaucracy, cut all out all of the extensive management which is multi-layered, overpaid management, absolutely, mm-hmm. and yes. cross-party, just protect the NHS for the people of the country because I'm sick to death of seeing the NHS used as a political football.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But I must say as well on top of that, Steve, that the NHS uses themselves as a political football. I've seen these, certainly over this, these vaccination issues, they're batting all sorts of things around. But just something I wanted to to clarify, what, what I mentioned uh, a few weeks ago on, on the podcast was... I was saying Tony Blair was the one that introduced PFIs. It wasn't. It was John Major who introduced PFIs. It was Tony Blair that expanded massively. That's right,
0: kept him going. Yeah,
2: so I just wanted to clarify that point because I actually did mention Tony Blair at the time, but yeah. it was John Major in 2012, I think it was, something like that. Okay. No, well, it can't in 2012, sorry, before that.
0: Okay, well, that was a good local. Good point, Trevor, good point. That was a good local there, and I'm afraid we're going to go on to another local. And this is, are we all ready, guys? Oh, wait a minute. Stats is got the finger. Go ahead,
3: Stats. I was just going to say, perhaps it's some of these uh, highly paid bosses who are possibly setting these targets which are preventing people from running these viable businesses. Because I can see the trouble these dentists are having. I don't think, and it's all to do with the contracts, and I know this government isn't very good. No. They haven't got a good track record, have they, with contracts? With contracts, no. There's, there's, no,
0: there's
1: two-year waits <laughs> well, Yeah, you're right you know. there. yeah. So I think
3: all these targets are actually hurting these, these services. But to be honest, I'd just privatise a lot of it and maybe we'll get a decent service going forward.
1: Ooh, I think we'll fi- that no, was a out, controversial no. statement get his, there from get Stats. Get his I'll come ready. out and say get it we'll no losing battle. We'll
0: well, no you, battle. You're a true and conservative. And you are a true own. conservative
3: well, in that respect. Well, there's people making money out of the NHS and that's not what it's for. No, I get it. Well, exactly. you, you need to start again somehow. Yes. Okay, all it. right, all right. Be fixed.
0: Let's wrap that up and we're gonna move on to and it's another episode from Bowden Close of Wow 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 Warrenation Street with yes. the Gazelle. Go ahead, Gazelle.
2: Here we are. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Just finished my grazing.
1: Was, was that Mark's in <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's into grass? Go ahead. He's into grass. <laughs> no, we'll just leave that where it is. Okay. okay. <laughs> so we'll do a quick... <laughs> I was just it's laughing there, in isn't it? The <laughs> yes. I'll do a quick update on our non-leader. He appeared in Liverpool Crown Court on the 28th of January 2022. His defence required a five-day trial, so it has been put back to January 2023. <sighs> Is this ever going to end? Talk about buying time. Buying time. he would be retired by the time he gets in there.
0: <laughs> That's now, the whole point. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is, be, he'll
2: be retired on a whopping big pension. Yep. Right. Anyway, we won't go into that. Further to this, uh, to this, the administrators have been called in to Together Energy. And tonight, the Labour Control Council team prepare to fight off a vote of no confidence. That's an extraordinary meeting at the Power Hall in Warrington. Ooh, were Mrs.
1: Never mind holding council meetings. Everyone have some gigs there, music gigs. Get the jams down there and all the crew of Let's have you a do. good time.
2: I've just been looking earlier on. They've got the table set out, and oh. oh, terrible. Here we go. Don't depress. Don't get depressed. No, will not get depressed. No, no. The opposition Tory group is calling for the resignation of the leadership following failing investments. At tonight's meeting, Council What
0: investment have they made that hasn't failed? <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> so it's, it's like catch a falling star, isn't it? Catch a falling investment and put it in your pocket. <laughs> <I> get... <laughs> now, at tonight's meeting, Councillor Ken Critchley will propose motions calling for an independent open inquiry into a new investment strategy for the council before any new investments can be authorised... So they're going to have <laughs> the... By the Labour cabinet, eh? Hey. I've been calling for this for over a year. Get, get somebody in to check all these things out. All documented on our past podcast. I've been calling Indeed. for this for years. Indeed. We need somebody to get somebody in there. Councillor Nigel Balding will then propose a motion of no confidence in council leader, non-leader, Russ Bowden. Okay. And the deputy leader, Councillor Cathy Mitchell. Hey. Tonight. Boom, boom, boom. Watch this space. Meanwhile, a report in the Express on the eighth of February states Labour insanity. English authority defends one point six billion black hole after a botched energy deal. A Labour run council in the northwest of England has become Yes, we're waiting. I miss the I miss the ear of that <laughs> has become on, on on has become one of, one, one of the most <laughs> One of the most financially leveraged local authorities with over 1.6 billion in borrowings on its books, compared to just 135 million in its reserves. Warrington Council representatives said that they have had to take out loans to cover public expenditure following grant cuts from central government. Now, as I've brought up in the past, is it only Warrington that's had cuts to its funding? No. <laughs> So, Wiggins not, St. Telling's not, all the surrounding areas, Widnes, Holton, they've got g- drafts and rafts of money, have they? Yeah. Yeah, so it's only Warrington. <laughs> Warrington Council, I just thought <laughs> to sort of clarify that Warrington Council began lending in 2013 in hopes that their investments would yield a profit that could then be funneled back into public works. However, the council has come under fire for its 2019 investment in Together Energy. As we know, the company has now gone bust, leaving the council with an exposure of £52 million. Councillor Cathy Mitchell said the local authorities' portfolio of investments would deliver a net return of over £20 million. 20 right. million doesn't 20 million. poke at all in any of these figures. No. You know, and, and you've got Stephen Broomhead. I'm fuming over this. You can That's tell a great that he, name, that, isn't it? Broomhead. Yes, yes. Professor Stephen Broomhead. Yep. Chief Executive of Warrington Council declined to comment on the proceedings to the paper. I wonder why. So my questions to the council, to the council leadership, whether you stay or go, whatever. Give us the figures on the returns. Yeah. Let's see what these investments, gambles, are returning. Show us the figures. Yeah. And give us the figures on the interest that's paid on these loans. Make it transparent. Get it out there, show us what you're paying on the loans. Yeah. And I'm damn sure it's more than 20 million.
0: Yeah, I would reckon you're right.
2: Yeah, you know.
1: Go ahead, Raven. I was just going to say, if, if, if you're looking for a perfect example as to why Labour should not run the country, here is it. Because we're not in a good place at the moment, generally speaking, with the finances of the country. But here is a warning at local level in Cheshire as to why you should never put a Labour government in.
0: Well, I don't think that's, well, you know, people in glass houses. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say just, the same thing well, about the Conservatives. That's what I'm saying right <laughs> no, now. not
3: right stats. Go ahead. It is right. Trev, did you say that, yeah, Warrington Borough Councilor now making an investment plan for their strategy?
2: No, no, no. What What's happening is the Conservatives are calling for an independent group to come oh. in to look at it and look at the strategies before they can make any decisions on lending any more money.
3: And I see because I think this is, you might see this creeping into other councils because I know the government are pushing um other councils I know Cheshire West and Chester are now drawing up a, a, a plan and a strategy for their investments. But that raises the question why didn't they all do this a lot earlier? Oh yeah.
2: well now if they doubt. never had
3: a plan what, what goes on? You know?
2: Yeah. All I can it's, say in defense of what Steve was just saying then actually in the last Labour government we all remember that note, don't we? Yeah, mm. at the end. That's it. Well, th- there's, there's nothing no left. There's no Again, left.
1: I did say it's not good at the moment, but what, are the, what is the alternative? And just going back to an idea that I batted out on this show quite some time ago, which we had quite a discussion on, actually. Is it not time as a nation to start investing in a sovereign wealth fund where everybody benefits from it?
0: Well, that would that would actually sort of annoy a lot of Boris's friends and Rishi's friends as well. So I don't know whether mm. that's going to be... It's, I don't think that's got legs, really. What do you think, Mark? No. No, no legs.
2: The Southern no. wealth fund was was uh, UKIP, wasn't it? Because they were following the um, the guidance of... Uh, that's right. think it was Iceland, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it came back with the North Sea oil. That's where it come from. So the, the, all the money we were making out of the North Sea oil. Yeah, we could have ring-fenced and kept it into a sovereign fund, which would yeah. have been a great idea.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to yeah. bring that one to a close there, and I'm going to be very pleased to tell you that there's going to be no Woke to Plank this week. We, we, had we had enough from last week, so I'm just going to go straight on to my public figure of the week, and you're going to be very surprised at this, because my public figure of the week is Laura Koonsberg.
3: Really?
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. No, it
3: Yeah, oh, do, do explain.
0: Well, the reason is, is that I've been watching some of her interviews and her analysis of situations. So, for example, I've been watching, I, I saw her on Daily Politics, and I have to say I was quite impressed with the way that she articulated the situations. And sometimes I get the impression that probably these people are better to be actually in government than reporting on government because at least you actually get some common sense of the situation. And I know that everybody sometimes, they, they, they look at the BBC and they say, yes, biased in certain ways and blah, 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 blah. But when I've been watching her analyse the current um, situations, she's very, very clear and it might have something to do with the fact that she's going to be leaving. So she's, well, I'm not saying that she's telling the truth. I'm just saying that her analysis of the situations are very good. So she is my public figure of the week. Now, I know that we have this little spot here. And I say, everybody say I, because I've got a funny feeling. Say aye. 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 That the Monster Raving Looney Party are gonna come up with some <laughs> <laughs> more We we
2: have I mean I've got another little announce, uh, announcement, announcements if I may
0: From their Manic Festa. Oh, no, these. no, no,
2: no, no, these no, I'll just it's a little personal one actually before I go into the uh, Okay the, the Looney. You have the floor, sir. Yeah, thank you. I mean as you know, times have been very difficult for businesses yeah. during the last two years. And I myself I'm I'm, I'm no exception to that. Yep. Uh, so I've got to make especially a with Andy Burnham. Especially with Burnham trying to <laughs> drill me into the ground. Yeah. And it, it seems that my my life is changing so much at the minute. What with me moving over to the Looney Party, which best move ever. <laughs>
1: So <laughs> I
2: think I think. By the way,
1: I, I was mistaken as a, a member of the Monster Raven. I party, wonder how party. anybody could. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder hey, why. I think you. By would. the way, Trevor, I just need to jump in. Go on. Yeah. I actually uh, was talking about you and Cheshire matters to somebody on uh, Friday night actually, and they said, "Trevor, why is okay, Trevor? What a great name that is. That we should." have a campaign to bring the name Trevor back and make it more popular. Oh, so what, a, what a sensible person. Well, no, not really. He was a, a self-confessed um, champagne socialist.
2: No. Well, that'd be great. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with champagne. OK, go that. ahead, Trevor. When I get depressed, I have a sticky champagne. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, as I say, I've got over to the movie. I lost my track now, there. Eh? <laughs> so, it looks like time for me to change career. So, I want you chaps to know this first. I mean, obviously, keep it under your hat. don't want anybody else knowing.
1: OK. Right, okay. We, in will. we won't tell anybody, Trevor. No, no, no. Everybody so else. It's,
2: it's got to be a change of career. So I've looked into a few issues. OK. A few areas, I should say. And I've decided I'm joining the army. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? What are you doing <laughs> Sorry. What? Sorry. <laughs> no, George. Who
0: do you think you Look are kidding, oh, Mr. There go. Hitler? There <laughs>
2: I was waiting that's for something like that. Saying that. That would have to think, not it? Yeah, I, I considered a few. Actually, I was looking at the navy. Um, <laughs> I, no I, yeah, Well, yeah, but I can't. <laughs> I can't swim, so that's out. Now the RAF was looking good, but but I don't like ice. <laughs> oh so, but yeah. So the army it is. So, so I, I just wanted you <laughs> to know first.
1: So, what uh, role are you going to undertake,
2: Trevor? Well, there's lots. It's tea making. Um... <laughs> Cafeteria Polishing shoes They like the shoes shiny I know that You
1: have to polish Your own shoes
2: Well I polish more than Somebody else I've got Plenty of time It's not how it works Yeah but it's a good career And I think now With my time in life I think I need a good career
0: All right,
2: okay Because I've got Two years left to go (laughs) And you'll get A good pension out of it
0: But before they let you out (laughs) Yes Okay So I just wanted To clear that up All right. And have you anything From your manic festo I have
2: actually I mean You're you're in for a treat tonight (laughs) Go oh, ahead. Can't wait. wait. No, i will explain in a minute. You're, you're in for a treat. Now, what I want you to know is when we get into Parliament, <laughs> we'll ban all forms of greyhound racing. Why? This will help us to stop the country going to the dogs. <laughs> 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 and tonight, you're going to get a, a bonus policy. Go ahead. I don't normally do this, but I will do. Now, you're getting this for the Winter Olympics. They're on at the moment in Beijing. Okay. Are you aware of that? Yeah. yeah, I'm aware of Beijing. Yeah, right. That's okay. So when we get into Parliament, <laughs> we will. <laughs> yeah, go we, ahead. we will be changing. We will be changing the British emblem. All right. What? Yes. What? That's as I told Steve, I'd Like this one. We're changing the British emblem. See the connection there, sport. Yeah. See what I've done there, fixed it in British Seven yeah. sport, right? We're changing it. Instead of the three lions, it's has got to be three badges. Three badges? Badges. Okay. You don't see lions running around the countryside, do you? No. No. But badges? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be the three badges. We're changing it to three badges.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. Very countrified. We'll go with that. Well, yes. I think everybody knows what time it is. There you go. The bell is gone. So it's time for the shout-outs and shout-downs. Okay, who's going to go first? Who's going to catch my eye first? Uh, Oh, there you go. Steve got it.
1: (laughs) Go ahead. Yes, very good. (laughs) Actually, this week, I'm going to give a shout-out because I was going through some uh, old photographs and stuff. And uh, it's to my departed mother, who we lost last year. And there was an article from 1986. And she worked at a care home in... Blaken in Chester and there was a big fire and she was on duty with one other member of staff at night and uh, before the fire service got there she and some other staff had got a good amount of the residents out by running back in and out of the building whilst there was a huge fire taking place. She actually received a commendation from Cheshire Fire Service at the time and letters of uh, accommodation from the local council so I came across that uh, a few days ago and I thought I'd like to mention that. Okay, that's good. Excellent. I saw saw that in line, yeah, that's good. All
3: right, stats, go ahead. Okay, well, I love a good shout-out. In fact, can I do a Stephen sneaking a shout down and a shout-out? Go on, then. I'll make it quick. So my shout-out goes to all those fighting for freedom in Canada along with the convoy. Yep. I think it's very important. I think it's got to come to an end now, this hasn't it? Yeah. It's gone on too long. Yes, yeah. yes. So that leads on to my shout down, which has got to be Justin Trudeau, who is definitely on the wrong side of history when he's calling the protesters racist and hateful. And he was babbling on about Nazi flags earlier. He's literally lost his mind. That guy has lost
0: his marbles. Yeah. So definitely. shout
3: out to those fighting for freedom and a shout down to the tyrants.
0: Very good. Sir. Nice one, Mark. Yes, Go ahead. Yeah. And Trevor... Uh, my shout down. That was my Canadian accent. Very, very uh, well, I
2: totally back the Canadians on that one. Yeah,
0: go ahead. My yeah. shout
2: down. Worthington, but a council leadership resign now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, my shout down, and this is this is one which I'm going to send out, and this is to certain people in Cheshire, and you know who you are. Ooh, I, I have my eye on you, and. <laughs> If we don't get, get something it. sorted, we don't get something sorted, well then, I'm going to sort you. Ooh. How about that If you, you realise not, not everybody thinks you're abfab. <laughs> yes, I could be abflab, as far as, yeah. as far as our local people are concerned. Isn't that right, Mr. Gazelle?
1: I am aware and communications is. are going out right well okay watch so
0: watch your backs so we've come down to the end of this show and it's been a wonderful time talking to everybody we'd like all the little laughs that we've had and what you don't know is Trevor and I recorded something before you came because you were late oh yes Yeah. Uh, I wasn't late, yeah, you were
1: late. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so here we are we're going to say goodbye everybody and we're going to come out with their quotes
3: and who wants to go first Go ahead, Mark. Okay. This is my quote. It's funny how everybody considers honesty a virtue, yet no one wants to hear the truth.
0: Correct. Very good. Go ahead, Steve.
1: Yeah, it's Albert Einstein. Stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution. Oh, <laughs> Ooh,
2: that's clever,
0: isn't it? <laughs> I like that one. That was good. That was good. Very clever.
2: Go ahead, Gazelle. Yes, it's a person that weighs 70 stone on Earth weighs five stone on mars so i'm not overweight i'm just on the wrong planet (laughs) earth to the gazelle earth to the gazelle gazelle. (laughs)
0: okay well as always my statement is thank god that's all over i've really enjoyed speaking to your champs again it's gone that's it it's finished thanks very much for everybody coming this evening it was good nice to see stats even if it's on a screen we do love to see you Thank Thank you very much. All right. I don't know why I'm being so complimentary to everybody. I don't know. I haven't got a clue. Mm, What have you done? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know.
3: Anyway. I wasn't early at all. No, I wasn't. Anyway, we need a new song. Three badges on your shirt.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Actually, talking of badges and the countryside, I was at a bit of a, a, a do the other day, and there was uh, and there was three
0: of them shot. That was right. It was uh, a cult. Yeah. There was a
1: young lady from a, an environmental group, and uh, she was talking about uh, the countryside and uh, protecting the beaver. Save the beaver. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We all
2: want to <laughs> protect the beaver. <laughs> I've got a new beaver, and it's just been stuffed.